As the greatness of T.S. Eliot spread, the public saw English women at his side. Vivian Haig Wood, a flamboyant wife who ended up in an asylum. A church-going confidant, Mary Trevelyan. And, late in his life, Valerie Fletcher, a devoted secretary who married him. These were his visible ties. Yet, out of sight, by design, was an American called Emily Hale, an actor and drama teacher for whom he concealed a lasting love. She was the hyacinth girl in his poem, The Wasteland, as he told her in a love letter eight years later. He sent, in all, 1,131 letters to her, more than he had written to anyone else, and insisted on the longest embargo by far on any of his writings, 50 years from the death of the survivor. These letters reveal a relationship at the core of Eliot's creativity, spanning his life from the age of 24 to his late 60s. She was the first of four women to take part in the poet's transformations as expatriate, convert, and finally, a man made for love. Eliot protected his privacy in a male world of college, work, clubs, and coteries. But these four women came closer and saw him in ways men did not. All recorded what they experienced. Most outspoken was Vivian, an early supporter whose voice he came to fear. She left her autobiographical sketches and diaries to the Bodleian Library. His sturdy companion in prayer, Mary Trevelyan, was explicit in her memoir about falling in love with Eliot and her difficulties with him. And Miss Fletcher fulfilled all he asked of her and continued throughout her life to guard and perpetuate his legacy. These women felt a profound attraction, no ordinary emotion, that made for a permanent bond on their parts. Each of the four who entered Eliot's private life was keenly perceptive and rare in her own way. This book tells their stories. Foremost in his life, we now see, was Emily Hale, the hyacinth girl haunting the memory of a man whose life is a wasteland. Throughout his poems and plays, he created roles for her as the weeping girl, the hyacinth girl, a rose of memory, a lady of silences, martyr and star of the stage. Emily was to live on as his creation, and heard from the poet where she was in his lines. She was the secret sharer of the hot moments of inception, the marvelous words that came to him, part of the drama he conceived and played out before writing lines to last beyond his time. To read Eliot's letters to Emily during the 30s and early 40s is to enter poems in the making. His letters to her grant a new lens. Here is an Eliot who is intensely ardent. Among his love letters are masterpieces in a form unexpected from a man so austere. 
It is as though he drew Emily into the hearth of a secret self, where he fired emotions vital to his art. He wished her to match his honesty, to call out, an Emily of fire and violence. But violence, certainly, was not her style. Her side of the correspondence he destroyed, except for 18 letters. The full number of Emily's letters to Elliot must have been about the same as his own, for he expected regular letters, and if an awaited one did not arrive, he sometimes cabled her.